Hi, everybody. This is Benita Summers once again, welcoming you to my podcast on sacred relationships. Today, I want to talk about what happens when we are impatient with our partner. Whenever I think of impatience, I think of it as attachment to a particular outcome. So if in that moment, things aren't going the way we want them to, maybe our partner isn't showing up the way we would like, or there's some sort of delay, some sort of issue happening because we don't feel they're cooperating with our idea of what should be happening in that moment. It always brings me back to the Buddhist concept of suffering, that humans suffer through attachment and aversion. So when we're attached, we want things to go a particular way. And when they don't, we get upset. If you've ever been in a very deep state of meditation, samadhi, you enter into a state where everything is perfect just as it is. There's nothing to strive for because nothing's broken, nothing's wrong, there's nothing to be fixed. Everything is seen as operating in divine perfection. That doesn't mean you wander around in a blissful state and never try to create change in your life. What it does mean is that you stop um, seeing things as they have to be a certain way in order for me to feel happy or content. When I was traveling through Asia, I remember before I went on my trip, I thought I'm, I'm in for a culture shock. I'm going to see things, I'm gonna have experiences very different from what I've been used to in Canada. So I went in with the attitude that absolutely everything I experience, everything I see is somebody else's norm. It's just new for me. And that whatever happens on my journey, it's the universe operating to offer me opportunities to grow. And when we get into relationships, it's, it's kind of easy to get into the mundane thinking of, well, you agree to spend this life with me and therefore you agree to behave a certain way. And sometimes what we want is that person behave exactly as they did, maybe when we were first dating them. And when everything's going great and we're showing the best of ourselves and we're in the rarefied environment of a date that has a beginning and an end, we may not see when that person's going through hard times. So once there's an agreement to enter into a sacred relationship, and as I've said before, it means you're all in for everything. It also means you're all in for when your partner is struggling with something. So when you're impatient, it's not about suppressing that impatience and saying, I should be okay with this. It means sitting with whatever is coming up for you. It might be a feeling of helplessness. You want to help and maybe it's a situation where you can't help. You just have to see it through with your partner. You just have to hold space for them to work through something and be that person they can lean on if they need to, they can talk to if they need to, have as a sounding board. That doesn't mean you have to be saintly either. It means you can let your stuff come up and work on it. And maybe there's times it's going to be appropriate to say, hey, you know, this is coming up for me, especially if it's a prolonged situation and maybe there's a disconnect and you need to talk to your partner about, I'm feeling this disconnect. I know you're going through a hard time, but can we find a way to also stay connected through this? And your being able to practice patience can be a big help to that because it's not adding something extra to what they're already dealing with. So as soon as you're impatient, that's a chance to go, whoa, I'm attached to things being different than they are right now. 
what is that? What's what's how far back does that attachment go? So, for example, if you grew up with volatility, maybe one of your parents would get really angry at the other one if they didn't get things done in a certain way. You may have a core pattern that says it's okay for me to get really angry when things don't go my way. And maybe you've done a lot of work and you don't have a big outburst, but that impatience starts to surface as anxiety, as um, irritability, as anger. So what we want to do is create space between stimulus and response, because what can happen when we're completely, when our pattern is completely unconscious, it is, it just explodes like, boom, I'm not happy with this situation. I want this to be different. The other thing we'll often do is suppress. I feel unhappy about this, but I'm going to tell myself that it's okay because I want to be a certain kind of person for my partner. So I'm going to be saintly and I'm going to push that down inside. The problem with that is that energy never gets dealt with until there's such a trigger that you can't hold it back and it pushes past that wall of pretense you created and explodes out on the other person. And sometimes it's over something minor, but it's been building and they're looking at you like, what was that about? <laughs> so what we want to do is to still be present with our own stuff while we're doing our best to be patient with our partner. So when that anxiety or irritability or even anger does come up, being willing to say, what is this really about? What is it attached to? Why do I want this situation to be different? Um, is it bringing up a fear for me? Sometimes if our partner is going through something and we know there's very little we can do but to hold space, we might feel powerless. Okay, when you were a little kid, were there times you felt powerless and maybe you felt like nobody was really seeing that? You can turn inward and you can work with that inner child who feels that way and support them through it. You know, you're not really powerless in this situation if you can find a way to do the inner work, even if the inner work is just sitting with that feeling and asking internally, what can I do here? And maybe a solution will arise, or maybe it will simply be learn to sit with your feelings and be patient with them. It's one of the toughest things for North Americans to do. We didn't grow up in a culture that taught us to meditate from a very young age. So when we're feeling any kind of anxiety or irritation, we want to immediately stop from having that feeling. We want a solution. And if we're not conscious, we will project on our partner that they have to be part of that solution. You have to stop this now. You have to fix this now. You have to get this sorted so I don't have to have this feeling. Well, you can see how over time, that's not a productive way of interacting because we're always asking the other person to be the solution to our stuff, which means we've moved out of the sacred relationship where we're recognizing the relationship as an opportunity to work on our own stuff. So when we can sit with the feelings that are arising, even if all we're doing is observing them, the mere act of observation is going to create a material shift. Something within us is going to change because we stopped pushing stuff down inside. We stopped projecting it, which creates its own karma. We just sat and observed it. We let the feelings come all the way up, but not out. And we just sat there and went, okay, this is what I'm feeling right now. 
I'm just observing it. Something really incredible happens when we become mm -hmm. tolerant of our own feelings. <laughs> it, and it's a really interesting thing. Um, we, our impatience, most of the time, is not just intolerance of what somebody else is experiencing or the situation it's creating. <clears throat> it's intolerance of our own feelings. I'm having this feeling I don't like and I don't want to have this feeling, so somebody better fix this. It's freedom. It truly is freedom. When we can say, ah, so, so this is my anger. Oh, so this is my fear. This is my grief. Okay, I'm having an experience. How interesting. Um, you can get really curious about your feelings um and it can have such an interesting result um i remember at one point a few years ago i can't even remember what it was something triggered anger in me and i spent a couple of days sitting with that going oh how interesting that is ah that's got an interesting weight and texture to it the way it sits in my body the way it feels I went from cogitating about the issue that triggered it to sitting with the actual physical and emotional experience of that energy. Where does it sit in my body? What does it feel like? This is so interesting. It's almost like picking up a big rock and holding it and looking at it from all directions going, huh, this is an interesting rock. When you've done that for a while, something shifts to the point that now you're either going to go, huh, I don't even have to present this to my partner. I have clarity on what my irritation was about, my attachment. And I've done enough work on that now to go, cool, that's all I needed to do. And then there are times where you go, okay, now that I've done this much work, I need to discuss this with my partner because it relates to an experience that involves both of us. But now you're coming from a different place. Instead of getting just really angry and impatient going, I want you to stop this. I want you to fix this. We're able to go, you know, I'm observing something here. I'm, I'm seeing something that affects us both in the way we're interacting. Um, can we talk about that? And from that place of clarity and calmness, a lot more likely to get an opening to have that discussion. Or if your partner goes, I can't right now, the stuff that's up for me is too big that I'm dealing with and it's all I can focus on. You're much more likely to be able to go, okay, I can hold space for that until you're ready to have that discussion. And it once again enters you into a state of flow where you're able to observe what your partner's dealing with, you're able to hold space for that while you continue to work on your stuff. And if they're saying not now triggers something else for you, you're already in the practice of being able to deal with that so that when there is an opening and you are ready to communicate there's a natural soft movement toward each other instead of the clanging i'm angry at you because so it's not a passive thing it's not a i should be zen like about this it's a i'm really pissed off and angry and upset or scared or whatever and i can sit with that and observe that and learn all about myself because of that and now when you enter back into an interaction with your partner, you're coming from a different place. You've grown and you've given them the space to do the same.
And you're not always going to be in sync with that. But if one person can hold space for the other while they're coming to that place, you'll both be able to meet again and continue, deepen continue deepening your connection. Thank you. I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.